0: what's up everyone welcome to another episode of off the dome radio we have a very fun and exciting interview guest with us today so we are fortunate to be joined by jason pardue founder and co-owner of coastland apparel at coastland apparel on social media sound it out spell it exactly the way it sounds and it is an outdoor focused apparel company from lexington lexington excuse me north carolina And so we start the episode getting into Jason's background. Tim and I actually have never met or talked to Jason. And this was actually a page I kind of found. It was sponsored towards me. And we're both big fans of being in the outdoors. We like everything that we can do out there year round. And so I followed this company for a while and we were lucky enough to get Jason on the show. So this was a lot of fun, but we learned a little more about him, how he formed the business, what kind of led him into becoming an entrepreneur. He's kind of the first entrepreneur on the forefront within his family Uh, he started with in a background of law enforcement and real estate as well but he goes through his biggest pivots uh, that he's already had to make so started the business in about 2018 so newer company seems to be doing very well though already which is awesome and he gives us kind of his goals for next year some different changes he's going to be implementing for the betterness of the business and then shares kind of the day-to-day with running that type of business. We get into the apparel uh, industry in general because it feels like clothes are hard to be really good at. And it seems he's kind of found his niche and found a really good way of doing it, promoting it. He talked about some marketing issues that he had early on. So it's not all sunshine and rainbows. So we get into some of the things that didn't go as well. But I, I really enjoyed getting to know Jason and how he does things. Some things that have worked, haven't worked, how we pivoted, how we kind of learned from things that didn't go his way. But Tim, what were your thoughts with talking to Jason uh, and then a the first time me and interviewing business as well?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed talking to Jason. Super down to earth, dude. Very, mm-hmm. very cool person to talk to. Very polite. Very driven. Like you can just tell like he's he pours his heart and soul into this business uh, that he runs. And I didn't realize, you said you found out about them because it was a sponsored ad? Yeah, it Instagram? was. I saw it sponsored to me one day. Huh. You,
0: you know, I'm, I love being around water and stuff. And then I'll go out to Colorado and things. So it, it wasn't a surprise at yeah. an outdoor apparel. I've, I've seen a few of those. Uh-huh. And this one just kind of caught my eye. I thought the logo was cool. It was Coastlands. So yeah. I'm like, ooh, more water. I'm really water-bred and stuff since I was little. So caught my eye, looked at the website. Gave him a follow, and
1: seems like they have some That's awesome. good stuff. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he uh, he talks about how he, like most of his family was in law enforcement, so it was kind of something he was born into. Uh, how he worked there, how he kind of transitioned from there to becoming an entrepreneur. So he, he talks about just his motivation to do that. Uh, he worked in real estate for a little bit, so he really discusses the key things that he learned from that and how was pivotal in his su- success so far running a business so he also discusses his life goals for after the business because he he has his business that he wants to be successful in coastland but it goes deeper than that into how he wants to get back to the community and what he wants to do to to wind up retirement different, different stuff like that so cool personal twist on the conversation there and then to end the show we always like to ask people what their advice is to people who are stuck in life and not sure where to go so he gives his advice on that And then gives his final thoughts on how he wants to be remembered at the end of the day so a very cool company with a very driven leader Uh, without further ado episode 103 jason pardue from coastland apparel
2: yeah Uh, so where are you where are you located at Uh, a little town called lexington it's in uh, north carolina So I was born and raised here, ended up going to high school. It's a nice, you know, pretty good-sized high school. Um, Maybe got like 17,000 people here. So it's nothing too big. We're uh, right near Charlotte, about an hour and a half, two hours away from Charlotte, North Carolina. It's a perfect location for us. So, you know, we're three hours from the mountains or three hours from the beach. So it's really not that bad of a drive. Wherever you want to go, you can do both of it in a day if you wanted to. So it's pretty cool.
0: And that's that's where uh, you're headquartered as well with the business?
2: Yep. Yeah. So we started, uh, about 2018. Um, I started actually with a name in 2017 started kicking around some stuff in 2018 with one hat. Um, and we started in my bedroom of my first house That's awesome. and just kind of folded one hat to a different designer hat to another designer hat to throw in some clothes. And then that's when everything <laughs> fell through because I didn't know what I was doing, you know, just <laughs> kind of learning in threw myself in the fire. Um, but fortunately, you know, we went from there to a big 14 by 32 building that I put in my backyard, and now we're in our own shop, and that's where I'm at now. That's cool. So, yeah, we're we in a nice little shop downtown.
0: Yeah, so kind of take us uh, through the progression. To how did uh, you start doing this? What were you doing full-time? So it was the real estate beforehand. Uh, what kind of made you uh, start your own business, especially clothing? Because that was one of the things uh, that I was interested in. Like, clothes are tough. Like, a lot of people do clothes, <laughs> but... Um, I think I, I, I you just kind of a sponsored things, uh, cause I'm kind of waterbred as well. And so you know, how much phones listen to you. So enough talk about <laughs> the water and coast and stuff, but how did that kind of come to be any, uh, influences, inspirations, what kind of drove you like, all right, I can do something on my own here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So actually back in high school, I tried to do this clothing line thing. I, uh, call it, it's called front side clothing we went to a local screen printer. And I was like, you know, we don't have a lot of money. Me and my buddy scrapped up as much cash as we could. I think it was maybe like 200, 300 bucks, and dumped it all into shirts. And realized we paid twenty six dollars for a shirt. <laughs> realized we couldn't sell anything. There are actually some of them sitting in my closet right now. We didn't sell them, not a one. Oh, wow. um, but you know, that's all. That's all good. Ended up going through the process. Started college a little bit. Realized that's, I couldn't. I, I'm not very good with school. Um, that's just not who I am. But when we became a cop. I was a cop for five years. I thought that was pretty fun. And then started getting, you know, burnt out with that. After that, said, you know I'm gonna start selling houses, but this is the reason why I'm gonna sell houses, because of Coastland. That's I said it up at the moment. That's when I started, you know, listening to a lot more motivational stuff. I listened to a lot like Andy for Sale, my stuff like that. So it's something kind of keep me pumping and making sure, all right, if I'm gonna get into real estate, what is the, my outcome in this? What is my next six months? What am I looking at? So I had a two year goal with selling houses too. You know, put up enough put up enough cash to start Coastland. Well I did that in less than six months. Started just pumping out and then just moving forward. Once I started Coastland, it started I seen traction come up, I was like awesome. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so, you know, as everybody I started doing YouTube and uh, watching people, you know, like Randall Pitch and all these people who've who made like millions and millions of dollars and then you get that itch like, Oh man, I can do that and then I you know, the world hit me. So I no, not right now, you can't. So this is a lot of trial and error, but it's been the most humbling and best thing I've ever done. Yeah, Good deal. Good it's good it's deal. sick. I love it. We love out, you know, we're a big community style brand. Uh, we live really close to a really big lake. Um, we go wake surfing, wakeboarding. I sponsor a couple of wakeboarders who are in, like, one's in Columbia right now. Uh, the other ones went down to World Nationals. Uh, I think it was in. Dubai or something like that we got a couple baseball players so it doesn't really matter what you're into we're not focused on just one sport everybody says oh you just gotta focus on one sport and you know that'd be your niche but thing is I love everything I love being outside I love it doesn't matter if it's fishing doesn't matter if it's weightboarding surfing uh, longboarding like this morning we all went longboarding for our video, just down the road I ended up getting the Costco on us, which is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. Ironically.
2: I, I, I pretty much knew them. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I am just hanging out. And then they see my hat. They're like, all right, you're good. Have a good day. <laughs> but like, there's like, we had these smoke bombs and the smoke just starts pouring everywhere. And I thought maybe somebody thought, thought we blew up a smurf or something.
1: <laughs>
2: but it's, you know, that's the type of stuff we like. We like drinking beer. We like playing golf. And that's kind of what it encompasses us doesn't matter what you're about, you know, coast, coastal sports, land sports, coastlands, you know, just get outside and bring everybody together and have a good time.
1: Okay. So that's kind of what nice. that
2: was. I get, I get a lot of people always asking like, Oh yeah, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I can't because there's, you know, there's this many people in there. It's so saturated, but in all reality, everything in this world is saturated now. doesn't matter if you want to be a nurse, if you want to be a cop, you know, there's millions and millions of everything. It's who can last the longest and who can do a better job. Mm-hmm. That's oh, all it is. Wow. I like so, that. Cool. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sweet. I love, I love what I do.
1: Yeah. And you uh, you mentioned uh, the trial and error aspect of it. What are yeah. some of the big things that you learned from the get-go, things that didn't work, and what are some of the type of pivots you had to make?
2: Uh, Probably financial, man, uh, okay. in all honesty. So – I started out with, you know, I spent a couple thousand dollars on some products and I still have those products and never sold. You know, it is what it is. I can't, you know, practically give them away because I didn't know what designs would work you know, because nobody buys a t-shirt really. I mean, until they, until they're loyal to a brand, it's kind of hard to get them to spend their hard earned money on a t-shirt. Now, unlike in like if you're Hurley or Ruka or something like that, it's a little different. So I learned not to spend so much money so fast. Uh, and That's why we started out with you know with the hats and started folding with the things that we know that sells and something that we're actually really really good at. Um, then I branched out to another business. I gave my trust into another company and another marketing company, and unfortunately, I lost a ton of money. Um, and that was probably the biggest the biggest thing. It was not liquidating so much cash, and actually putting in the things that work. I, I tested so much so fast that it actually ended up setting me back by about six months, where I had to stop and regroup collect my money and you know I don't want to talk about talk bad about one of the companies because I still follow them a lot and I respect them a ton it just didn't work for my brand um, and unfortunately we were the smaller brand and it was a print-on-demand company uh, in a big city around here and they just you know, it, 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 we didn't mesh right if that makes any sense mm-hmm. so that's when I went out and bought all of the products that they had and we started we print everything in-house now oh, wow so yeah
0: So did you have uh, someone in house that knew printing or was that something new that you really had to read up and learn on your own? Like, all right, that didn't work. I need to figure out what printing
2: is like. No, we, yeah, we, we learned it all on our own. Yeah. I went out, I went to the local, uh, got my wholesale license, everything, got everything I needed and we just learned how to print. That's all we did. So we just printed and printed and printed and now, you know, now we're at the point where we're printing so much every day that because of all the orders that are coming in we can't keep up with the marketing and stuff the actual important stuff so um 2020 we're right now we are in the middle of restructuring our business plan probably for the 40th time already oh wow yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what are some uh if you can give away some what are some changes that you're you're looking to make in 2020 then
2: Um, we're going to focus harder on hats than we ever have been. We're going to focus on bringing out more ambassadors. Um, like we just, uh, we just partnered up with a guy who plays for the Chicago White Sox. He's the left fielder. Um, people who are a part of our lifestyle ambassadors, influencers, stuff like that. We're looking to bring them on board to start repping our products. Um, we're going to start a YouTube channel, kind of get that going. We're going to start video marketing a lot heavier. Um, and probably actually get away from printing our own products and outsourcing them. So we can start carrying stock. Um, there's been a lot of ups and downs with that as you know, the printer, like we, our printer broke, it's broken three times already in the past two months and every time it breaks, it costs a lot of money to fix it. And then after that it takes time. So you're, you know, you go from getting out products every two to three days, to wait having to wait five or six days to get products and then email everybody i'm sorry what's going on but you have to let them know what's going on and it kind of hinders the brand a little bit so you have to kind of make sure you know with the customer service that you're ahead of that
0: so with, with that do you add anything else with it with like hey we're gonna supplement with this too since you waited so long or are most people pretty understanding with that
2: too yeah so most most of them are understanding if you're get ahead of and say hey you know i'm sorry but our machine is kind of went down a little bit, but we're, you know, we're expected to have it ready by this date. And you kind of give them, but if it's after that, you know, we'll throw some stickers or we'll knock an extra 15, 10, 15% off. Um, we had an unfortunate event last Black Friday. It was our first Black Friday that we ever had last year. And it took them the company that I was using, it was about January by the time order started. Wow. So I ended up having to almost refund every everybody's stuff. Wow. So that was a that was a hard setback. Yeah. So man, the the
0: the things that people don't see as a business owner, an entrepreneur, it's not all the the glitz, the glam, the private jets and Lamborghinis <laughs> and shit. And,
2: yeah, uh, I'm still I'm still
0: rocking my hybrid. So <laughs> hey, man, if it gets you from A to B, dude. Um. Yeah. So we were. Uh, um, recently watched your 2018 wakeboard video too uh, yeah. with the, the pro tour. Do you guys do quite a bit of those events? Uh, Cause I'm, I'm like the extreme sports. I love like X games and stuff like that. Uh, do you go to quite a bit of those, those events and things, those tours? We're
1: wanting to, um,
2: we have to be very selective because they're actually very expensive to get into. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure that if we do, we're going to be set up right. We're going to be able to have the staff, and seeing that it's me and one of my best friends that pretty much runs this entire thing, it's somebody has to always be at the shop, always be shipping out orders. So it's just, you know, and it's also you're looking at, you know, sometimes it's $1,000, 2000 just to go to those events and set up. Wow. You don't know wow. if you're going to make that money back. And it's great exposure, but at the as time right now, it's it's tough. But we're looking at least hit six events next year. Um, and the PWT, the Pro Waveboard Tours, is one of them. Yeah, I think they're going to be stopping again in Georgia this year, and that was that was an actual huge event for us. Uh, we even took to buy it was ninety four degrees. We took beanies out there. We were selling beanies left and right. It was really? wild. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, because um, in school we were exposed to like the the networking events, you know, where it's like a room full of potential employers, but it's more of. A what can you do for me style where it's not like networking, building that good relationship, but more of that. So with those events, uh, how important and what's kind of that culture like when you're talking to people? Uh, are there a good amount that you keep reaching out to, you keep good relations with, that you uh, keep tabs on kind of regularly after the fact, or what's that look like?
2: Yeah, so that actually started gaining our a lot of – organic followers, you know, telling people who we are, who we are and what we're about. So that actually helped out. we got a ton of email subscribers so people are able to keep up with what we're doing. Um, so that, that was really a big help. And that's what we want to, but it's more of hey, we'll give you, you know, we were getting massive deals. Every time we go to an event, we do give out massive deals, even stuff that you won't find online and even shirts that we won't sell online Mm -hmm. just to kind of get people to, Oh man, I got this limited product. You know, I can't buy this online because I seen them here. And then when they you know they tell other people about that, so when we're at another event, they're more apt to do that as well. Got it. so and that's what we want. We want we want we want lines upon lines so people see and are able to come. Uh, it's about getting that warm market out there and you know, have a friend tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend type of Got it. And
0: you said you're focusing more on hats oh, coming year it's more headwear something that has really excelled more than other parts of the business other clothes and accessories or is that just something where you guys are really into doing the best hats out there
2: yeah we we love we love our hats we get nothing but rave reviews about our hats all the time and we sell them constantly um but it's also more of the we're wanting to get into the cut and sew starting in fall 2020 um so in order to do that we got to hammer down on the things that sells.
1: Mm.
2: So, you know, we have, we have tons of t-shirts we're actually going to be cutting back on, you know, the amount of t-shirts and the amount of hoodies. Cause you know, we're still, you know, we're still very, very young brand. So we have to hammer down on what's going to be, what is our for sure product that sells no matter what at all times of the year. So that's, that's always hats, always hats. Mm-hmm. And what we've noticed is, you know, buy, customer will buy a hat from us test it out, they'll love the hat. They'll come back buy another hat and a t-shirt. They'll come back and buy two or three t-shirts after they won the first. Mm. And they'll come back and rock some hoodies and stuff like that. So that's more of the niche is what can we do to broaden the horizon of our, you know, customer database. And that's, we found out it's hats for us. So the more hats, the more people are out to, you know, come back and say, man, because our hats are amazingly comfortable. So it's, and they're stylish and they go with everything. So that's what we're going to kind of keep pushing on.
1: Yeah. So. I was about to say that, that I would wear that one, the black and white. Oh leather. yeah,
2: yeah. So this is, uh, and it's funny because like everybody thinks that we started in 1990 because I was born in '90, and okay. it's got kind of established in 1990 because this was the mm. second version of the hat that we came out with, and uh, we have another one. You know, we're ordering a hundred at a time. But we can't keep them on the shelves. Wow. You know, it's just it's it's rare, and I always try to keep at least two in stock, as we. Uh, <laughs> I made a mistake and overcounted a couple times and yeah, we sold out. We were still selling hats and I didn't have any hats to, to hats to give. Oh, so I was just like, look, man, I'll give you an extra 10%. We'll throw an extra t-shirt if you want to keep your order. And finally, like six weeks later, our hat would come in. When we were start, we had slow turnaround times. We, we thought, oh, we'll sell a hat and then buy a hat. And said we have to sell a hat and then buy the hat after we, you know, or buy more hats as we're buying hats. Yeah. It's constantly having to keep rolling. And that was a hard lesson to learn. It, it took about a month and a half where we really didn't sell much anything. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
1: Okay. How many uh, how many different suppliers do you have right now? And, and are they mostly like United States? Where, where else, where are you guys getting the product from?
2: Everything's United States right now. Okay. Um, we're wanting to, I'm actually in talks with a couple people that are overseas, to get like some sherpa, like hoodies, um, stuff like that, some custom flannel hoodies. Mm. Um, there's a whole other big product line that we're wanting to launch for 2020 and fall. So those, those some of those will come overseas, and some of will be supplied here in the United States. Okay, so, that's cool.
0: Uh, And with your marketing, I know you had some hiccups with that early on. What have you guys changed? How do you market and sell differently now? Uh, And what have you really seen work with your sales process, your marketing process, Uh, whether it's more stories, videos, things like that? What really captures people's attention that you've seen work?
2: Um, Yeah, so when we first started marketing, I'm not a tech guy. Like I'm, I'm far from that. You know, I grew up in the country and I can you know, barely turn my phone on. But <laughs> what I've learned is I was like, I, we, I spent a ton of money on this company to not the coastline, but another company to market. They're like, Oh yeah, it's, it's X amount down and then X amount a month. If you want to succeed. And I'm like, all right, sure. Here's a check. I lost that check. The oh. next month, here's a check. I lost that check. Did that for three months until I finally just said, you know, this is this is not going anywhere. Because they kept saying, oh, yeah, it just takes time. It takes time. So, I went in and started doing it myself. I learned, you know, learned as much as I could off of YouTube <laughs> and reading blogs and stuff like that and ended up tripling all the sales that they ever did for wow. a fraction of the price. So, I was like, all right, you know, we're, we're gaining traction. We're gaining traction. So, then I hired another marketing company thinking that they're going to you know, capitalize on what I've done and then the sales tanked again. Oh. So it's just like, yeah, it was bad. Um, so i let them go. And now I, I do everything myself and w- photography is the number one thing, honestly, making sure you got clean photos. And we do, we have some really, we have a solid photographer. He's been you know, published in several magazines, so like thrasher and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So he's, he's solid. Um, so that's pretty much what we've done. Played around with ad copy. You know, spend a hundred dollars here to see if this ad works. If it doesn't work, just cut it out and move to the next one. Kind of just playing with it. And that's all. That's all we've been doing. is just you know, trial and error, trial and error. And if something works, we dump everything we can into it that we financially can, and then eventually it'll it won't work anymore, and we have to switch gears. And I've learned with Facebook and social media ads, for me at least, after about seven to eight days, they start to decline. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, photography and content creation is something Tim and I were talking about at our at our meeting. And did you hire someone when you were able to pay them? Were they all about kind of your mission early on? Were they like, "Hey, I'll work for free until we make money"? Or how did that kind of look? Were you doing your own photos at first with a, a nice camera, or how did it work before your your photographer?
2: Uh, well, I lucked out that I the photographer is actually one of my friends. Okay, so we've. He's, um, you know, I met him through another friend, and he's like, "Yo, I take pictures," and I'm like, "Great, that's cool," because uh, you know we hear people all the time, "Oh, I take pictures," and they whip out their iPhone or something, and you know, everything's <laughs> blurry and pixelated. So, and I'm in the middle of looking for somebody who is just solid, who can read my mind of what I'm what I'm looking for, and he comes out and just nails it. Everything that we're looking for, he takes corrective criticism super solid. We can keep it from professional you know, in business at the same time and also keep our friendship kind of out of it. And now it's just more free range. of Hey, I need these products shot. And he runs and, goes, does, and does it. Um, all the models you see, they're my personal friends. Everybody's just, everybody's together. So usually when we, when we do a big photo shoot, you know, I get up, try to get a smorgasbord, put it in the office, you know, get a c- case of beer. And everybody's just relaxing and having a good time. And that's to me, that's what Coastland's about is getting everybody together, having a good time. And, you know, it can get a little wild sometimes, but in the end we're, we're having a good time. Got to have those times. Uh, mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what's the, what's the beer of choice in the office? Got to
2: ask. Uh, depends if we're doing photo shoots, it's between mid culture and Miller light just cause it's light beer. <laughs> but if it's, if we're out at night, I'm a big German beer. I like, you know, Colshes, half a bison, stuff like that. I'm, okay. I'm one of those craft beer guys. A little heavier <laughs> stuff, right on.
0: Yeah. Get you where you yeah. want to go fast.
2: <laughs> it does. It does. I got Sometimes I gotta pump the brakes, but I do my best thinking whenever whenever I'm like that. You know, I'll take a at the shop. I'll have some beer with me, and I'll work, and I'll just drink a little bit and work, and I do my best thinking. whenever I'm. You know. Sometimes drinking. Yeah, yeah, too much'm yeah. not really thinking anymore yeah, <laughs> no. got to find
1: that sweet spot I understand yeah. that for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, so your team how, how big is the team total right now
2: um, so it's me and one of my best friends he's uh, we pretty much run the day-to-day operations he does all the uh, designs he does all the email marketing um, I do the social media marketing I handle all the website all the business stuff on the back end. And we've kind of just, you know, we work with work with that. You know, I I give him pretty much free range to do everything. Mm -hmm. And mainly because I trust we have the same styles, but also different. So I just kind of let him do his thing. And he's done a very good job so far at that. Um, Our models, one of them, he is in, he's a semi pro baseball player. He's the guy with the blonde hair on our website. And then the other guy with the long hair is his brother. So we actually all went to high school together. So that kind of worked out. So we, you know, we keep them. And then on this other guy, we got a video. He snowboarded for Liberty University on their snowboard team. And he's going to be in our new marketing video that we're pumping out. Um, and then, you know, my photographer. So that's about five, five, six people. And we have another guy that comes around. He's he's our large and in charge guy.
1: So okay. He's got a big old, boy,
2: big old beard. He's like 250. 50 pounds, I think. And I, and if not, he's going to be pissed. That I said that. But <laughs> he's a, he's a, we'll he's edit big, that part out. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big old boy, but, uh, you know, he's always been that way. That He's you know, he's a good guy. He kind of lights the mood for everybody. Cause sometimes I can get a little too serious with, you know, whether I'm working or something like that because I get when I get in the zone, I mean, y'all probably know this too. When, you, when you're in the zone, you don't want to be broken away from it. You want to go as far as you can with it because you're mm. feeling it. When I'm like that, he kind of lightens the mood for everybody because I usually just quit talking to people. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, you got to have that, though. If, if you're on a roll, I mean, that's the mission. You know, yeah. it's, the mission is, isn't always to hang out. So, I mean, it's good you have someone to lighten that up, but it's like, yo, today's work. Like, yep. I, I'm, I'm on it. So leave it be. Yep. Uh, but yep. that's funny. I feel like every friend group, we have a, a buddy. His name's Jimmy. Big former football player. Big weird. You know, everyone needs that guy. Like, who are you yeah. calling if you need to slam a quick case? Like, <laughs> we're calling him yeah (laughs) Uh, so so that's hilarious um oh my question just lost it oh i wanted
1: sorry go ahead no i'm going off that question i saw on your website that you guys uh were looking for brand ambassadors so how have you guys been successful at that how long have you been doing that so far and what's that look like it's relatively new so one of the things
2: that one of the things that I have to, I've learned and is, you know, I'm, I'm not a yes man. I'm not one of those people who says, Oh yes to everybody. And it sucks. Cause I wish I could, you know, everybody that has sent me an email say oh I'd love being brand new. I said, sure. You know, here's a hundred dollars worth of products. And then, you know, poof, they're gone. So trying to structure that out right now is the hardest thing for me. Um, so I'm very, very selective on who I bring on. Um, you know, if you're not present on social media, if you know, if you got like twenty thousand followers and eighteen of them are bot followers, and you only get like six <laughs> likes per photo, you know, you know those type of people. And then I get people with um, every day all, all the time asking me, you know, I, don't, I haven't seen your your gear in Michigan. How about you give me a a couple of things so I can wear it for you? Like just you know, with like a hundred followers and they don't know anybody. You know, I get that all the time. Unfortunately, like every brand probably does, but probably Brett. Lately, Brandon Basser's been kind of tough. Um, like I said, we signed—I uh, think it's uh, Nicky Monica. He plays he's the left fielder for the Chicago White Sox. Um, we've got three amateur wakeboarders who are just amazing right now. Um, we've got a couple semi-pro baseball players. I don't know how we got all these baseball followers, um, but we do. Um, and we have other people like lifestyle influencers, and that's what we're trying to you know focus on as well—people who are love the outdoors and love being around other people and aren't really hermits. I mean, even if you got a hundred thousand followers, but if you're a hump, if you're a hermit and you're sitting there, you know, playing a video game or something all day long, you're not really part of our vibe. You know, it's not really what we're looking for. We want people to say, Oh, you know, I'm going out kayaking or I'm going fishing or going hiking or going out to the brewery or something. That's kind of what we're looking for. People who want to be around other people. Yeah.
0: And, uh, so I have a, Funny ambassador slash rep story I want to get your thoughts on. But how did you uh, kind of find those people or get access to, like, a professional baseball player, even, like, some of the semi-pro stuff or the big-time wakeboarders? Uh, Some of those higher-up people are difficult to access. Uh, So what was your route uh, of getting in with them, getting them to notice, like, hey, this is what we're about. We'd like to have you on board. Uh, How did that look?
2: Lots of swinging and a lot of missing. <laughs> um, you know, I've been one of the, I was raised to don't ever be shy to ass. All they can say is no. So I'll, you know, I'll scroll through social media and I look who's actually bought products on, you know, my stuff Are they following me. People who've kind of taken that extra step to support the brand. I mean, you, know, you guys know every light counts. That's, that's support. You like our picture? That's support. That's solid. Um, you know, after I investigate a little bit, look around and study them, I'm like, all right, this is guy seems pretty cool so I'll just shoot him a message tell him what we're about introduce myself kind of like what you guys did and if I get one out of ten to me that's a that's a home run that's a Mm. that's a victory because obviously if I emailed you or I sent you a message I definitely want you to be a part of the brand so if I get one out of ten you know that's great especially when I'm you know messaging 100 people every week sure
0: and and I wonder if um just kind of thinking out loud here, if some of your baseball following came, I don't know, based on your metrics with sales and things, if you have a lot of sales in the Cape Cod area. But Cape Cod, I'm, I'm sure you know with all the baseball, is hot for up-and-coming like, pros, people that yep. are doing that to really get to the, the league, the next level. So I'm interested if uh, people just get it from from the Cape, if those guys talk and they mingle and like, hey, this brand is, is coastal. Uh, shit like that, so I'm just kind of thinking if if they do a lot in the Cape, I don't know your metrics again, but
2: it's it's possible. Um, you know, when we started selling our hats, we just people you know enjoy hats, and I guess that might be what it is. baseball players are all the time wearing hats, so mm. that could be what it is. I it still baffles me because I get people, I get every day at least five or six messages just from baseball players saying, "Hey, do you support pro athletes?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, we definitely support," but. You know, initially it's, we don't look for people who say, Hey, give me products. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that to me. That's, it's a little bit of disrespect. Like if you want somebody to support you, you know, go follow them. Like, you know, go purchase a hat or something. I'll give you a discount, you know, show initiative because no one wants, no one wants those people who just half ass everything or really just don't care. And they're just out to get them, get stuff for them. And that okay. happens unfortunately all the time. And you know, our, our age group, you got half of us who are just, you know, turning the world upside down by just, you know, making it better, and the other half are just don't. Yeah. So it's you know, you got people who constantly work hard and you know they understand that hard on a dollar, and they're trying to do everything to flip that dollar to make it better. Then you got those people who just have their handouts, so and unfortunately, you know, I can't. I wouldn't be in business if I had to, if I gave free products out to everybody. You know, right.
0: Right. Yeah, gotta have a good ROI on that if you're gonna give that value away first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm interested in hearing your approach with with more of the ambassadors. I recently had. So I'm active on my personal as well because I do nutrition coaching. Yeah. And Um. I recently had apparel company reach out to me to be a rep, and they commented on one of my videos like, "Hey, text us immediately. Like, we're serious." So. You know, allegedly talking to the CEO and, and not to, to bash that company, not that he's a bad person, but every time I ask, like I'm big, I want to know your core values, your mission, like what does the brand really stand for? And every yeah. time I ask more in depth on that, it's like, yeah, let's get you going right now. Uh, here's the rep packages. There's uh the general the middle one and the exclusive and these are the prices so you buy your own packets to start out there's discount codes so you get paid and i be like well what's the percentage are there required number of posts per day per month how's it work i've never had someone reach out and uh it was always all right yeah the team is super humbled to have you on board like we're really excited i got a big surprise for you if you sign right now and i'm like dude, you know nothing about me. Like this was literally yeah. overnight. This is like thir- this past Thursday night. And it's like, how can you say you're humbled to have me on board? You're excited. You don't know anything about me. You haven't asked. You dodge every question I ask and it's straight to, to the cell. Yeah. And so I eventually, I was just like, hey man, respectfully, I'm going to have to pass. Uh, Cause I even asked like, can I at least have the weekend? Can I sleep on this? Can I do a little more research? I don't know a lot about you guys. And it was the, no, we definitely need this now. And so yeah. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out, man. And (laughs) I looked and they had over 60,000 followers and most of their posts struggled to get even a thousand likes. I'm like, that's the game. That's the game. And if, uh, so I'm interested, how do you kind of uh, approach people? Um, and like, I know you've talked about what it is with coastline. You want people outdoors. You're trying to build that community. Like that's answering the, what's, behind the brand uh, and things like that so with your approach uh when you're reaching out to people what's that kind of look like i know you said you're shooting for one out of ten um but is it like hey this is who we are these are our core principles uh and how much of it is kind of almost matchmaking
2: matchmaking for you yeah really it's it's almost like a says you get a you get the vibe as soon as you look at their their profile mm. that, that really is i mean you're gonna it's kind of like when you meet somebody in person, you automatically get that vibe of like, man, this dude's sketchy or like, you know, <laughs> this, like, I don't, I don't get that good vibe around him. And you, know that happens quite a bit. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. Like this dude's all about himself or is he all about helping other people? Mm. Is he about taking, say, you know, is he out for, you know, is, does he have his hand out or is he says, you know, I love, I love this brand. I want to support this brand. That's what it is. Find people who you think are going to support them. And then, you know, I've given people free products multiple times, and they've just disappeared. Mm. And they'll ask, "Hey, when am I gonna get get a package?" I'm like, "You're not. you not gonna get one because you done screwed me over one time." That's all it takes for me. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really not that hard to do a post. Then I got other people out posting who I have no idea who they are. Those are people I want to support. They don't, they have 800 followers. Hey, you know what? You want to work? You want to be on part of our team? You know, you know, team. But uh, they're like, "Yeah, sure." And then some of them say, no, nah, I really don't want to be held down to post anything that I have to post." because you still have to keep a professional, you know, four posts every month, not including stories. You know, one of those posts are going to be kind of mandatory. You have to keep that one up for at least 48 hours and then take it down, you know, pr- promoting ourselves, stuff sure. like that. Um, but if I, if I get the hint or a vibe that he's like, this dude's just not, he's not what we want as part of our family and our community. We don't want that because we have really, really big aspirations. And I can talk about that here in a little bit mm-hmm. that we want to hit. And if, we don't keep those core values. If we don't keep those type of people in our circle, it is, I feel like it's going to end up contradicting itself and just implode. And I, that's how I believe.
0: Yeah. Don't want that quality to go down as your quantity goes up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I won't, you know, I love, you know, I love my brand and you know, I love everybody that's been supporting the brand. I mean, at the same time you have to be cautious. I'm not the type of person who, you know, I'm not looking to get a million orders by tomorrow. Mm. I'd rather grow slow and grow forever than grow and have, you know, i make $3 million this year and then it just tank. You know, that's not what, you know, everybody thinks, oh, I need that quick dollar, I need a quick dollar, but I'd rather have, I'd rather have it just grow and grow and grow and grow. Because it's, when I mean community, I mean everybody. Like I, I want everybody to be a part of it. Not just, yeah. you know, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be a thing for a year or two.
0: Yeah. So and, that's and- we were kind of cruising through the requirements uh, on your website as an ambassador. And we're like, it's really like four posts a month. That really ain't, ain't no thing. Like that's, that's pretty easy. Some people post like four times a day. Yeah. And it's like, if you can't get four posts a month and your point, yeah, you don't want to have that on the team and give away a bunch of free shit. But uh, yeah, we're like, man, this is like really reasonable stuff. Like it's not trying to jump through hoops and it seems like, yeah, you just, the right people, and it, it's not hard. Uh, yeah, too easy to not do.
2: Yeah, that's that's the same way. You know, when I sell houses, and you know, in my my the office I was in, you know, I was the fastest person to what they call capping, in their office I did it in 28 days, and you know, but you don't do that by by pushing people. Mm. You know, that's I'm still in sales. Whether you want to whether anybody wants to believe it or not, sales and marketing is everything. That's your entire life doesn't matter what it is. You're selling yourself and you're marketing yourself. doesn't matter if you sell printers, if you sell houses or t-shirts or whatever. You got to, you know, got to experience situation. And if you become pushy, if you become a turd, no one wants to do it <laughs> at all. Uh, and I, I, I know I'm, I'm not that type of real estate agent. I'm not that type of, um, I'm just not that type of person. If you want to hang out with me, awesome. I'm not going to push you. I'm not going to be one of those guys who constantly message you like, I'm busy I'm busy doing me. Like I, I have my life. I've got my family. I've got my friends, and you know, fortunately, we have a big circle, but we also have a tighter circle within that. So my goal is to, to grow the coastline circle. You know, global. You know, not just oh, I got you know 50 people in North Carolina that love my brand. I want I want everybody, everybody in the entire world, because in the end, and what I was kind of you know talking about earlier we're blessed to be where we are in all reality. You know, I'm still relatively young, I, you know, fortunately, you know, we're moving up in our lives, got a beautiful family. Coastland needs to push that back and give that back as well. So, you know, that's one of our goals for 2020 is to give back to those who don't have the, I guess, the blessings or the, um, the opportunities that we have to go wakeboarding, to go fishing, because you know, they're either, you know, for financial reasons or disability reasons, or, you know, unfortunately like a kid may be like really sick or something like, you know, that sucks. That sucks. I and mean, that's not their fault. So but how can we get back? How can coastline get back to them? And say, go, let's, let's go meet you with a, uh, let's go get you with some professional wakeboarders and go wake surfing or something, or go watch these wakeboarders, just rip it up. And, mm-hmm. uh um, same thing, you know, we got a couple pro dirt bike riders that we know of. So just, you know, I'd love to go get an autographed jersey, like stuff like that. Like express the brand a little bit, but understand you got to give back. And you're never, to wrap that back around, you're never going to be able to give back to the community and grow your community by forcing people to do those things. I mean, you got you got, you got, you got that dude apparently just wanted you, you got to do this, 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 and this. And I said, hey, man, what's your name? Yeah, right. or, you, know, you know, what, what are you about? Because if I ask you what you're about and you're like, dude, I can't stand being outside. Like, it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's cool, man. Like, you know, here's a discount and hope, you know, hope you support our brand. That's it. I mean, you know, but if you say, Oh, you know, I like playing golf from time to time or I like going out and doing this, or you may not be the person who likes to go out and be at the beach, but you know, sometimes you like head, go outside and sit at the campfire with your buddies and drink a cold beer. Hey, that's good enough, man. Like. It's good vibes. That's that's everybody having a good time and living free. And that's that's what it's
1: about. Yeah. So
2: that's awesome.
0: Sucker for campfires too. Same. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nothing yeah. better. Yeah. And beers at golf too. I love that. Yeah. Uh, yes. I was gonna ask you. Uh, take me back to the moment when, because you kind of said you were you were with the real estate company, you kind of branched away to do your own thing. I mean, has that entrepreneurial spirit always been within you? Was there a moment when you're like, yes, I can do this? Like, can you, can you take yourself back to that moment and realize what what that was like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that is exactly what's been in me. So law enforcement has been in my family, my entire life. My dad, my grandpa was in law enforcement. My dad retired in law enforcement. Uh, my half brother, my other brother, they're all in law enforcement. And you know, I love law enforcement. I always have, always will. But when I was younger, I want to open, you know, I raced dirt bikes. So I want to open my own motorcycle shop and I wanted to go do this. And I tried, like, I always have all of these big ideas, but I was always scared to act upon them because, you know, nobody in my family ever did anything like that. It's, hey, you pick a job, you work that job for 30 years, then you retire. And I hated that lifestyle. I hated that. And I always knew I wanted to build something from the ground up. something big. So I didn't get my first taste of anything real and full commitment until I got into real estate. And that was honestly, to me, it was harder than becoming a cop, getting my real estate license. Mm -hmm. Now real estate, the job is actually the easiest job I ever had in my life, but it's, it just shows, it opens a bigger door and it did. It, you know, I got to meet people who, you know, have made a ton of money and, who you know, kind of opened my eyes on what really is out there besides working a normal nine to five. So when I finally said, all right, this is what I've been looking for my entire life, I just jumped in. I jumped in. I, I stepped back. I, I knew I went back to my childhood roots. So what was in my heart and opening a clothing brand was always in my heart. And I was like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So I just did it smart though. And, you know, besides failing, I, you know, shit ton of times, but also, did it smart instead of quitting my real estate job. Like I still sell houses to this day. Um, that's how, I, honestly, that's what pays our bills between me and my wife. So,
1: mm-hmm. well, it sounds like you found a good balance because I mean, failure is necessary to be successful. But you were also able to diversify that risk by learning real estate and having that as kind of a safety net. But this is obviously where your heart is. So,
2: yeah, yeah, it's it's went <laughs> from you know. I did nothing. I would sell houses, you know, 50 hours a week and I'd work in coastland for 10 hours a week to now I'm in coastland 50 hours a week and I'll just sell a house whenever I either feel like it or, or I need it. Mm -hmm. Um, because it went from a hobby business to an actual business to where now it's time to buckle down. And sometimes now it's time to actually commit everything I have to it because it's gaining so much traction.
0: And I'm sure there was a lot of uh, carryover from real estate to what you do now. As you mentioned, like you're always selling yourself. So like you're in the people business. You just happen to sell houses and you happen to sell clothes, but you're in the people business first. Um, What what would you say is the biggest thing that you've taken from real estate into the clothing line uh, in terms of like, all right, that thing in real estate really propelled me to do this with Coastland. Was there anything big that's like, all right, glad I had that because I needed that and didn't know it
2: until I really needed it. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing honestly was patience. Mm. And that was the biggest thing for me. So I've, I am an impatient person. Uh, when I have an idea, I want to run with it. I want to say, I, right, this is my idea. I'm going to run with it and run with it, run with it. And that's why I failed before, you know, before I got into real estate when I was younger and like in high school, like with front side uh, clothing, so I just, Oh, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. But not really think about the steps and be patient about, Hey, do your, do these steps, make it work, but be patient and let it also, you know, conform. Right. Um, you know, with, when you sell a house, I mean you go through all this work, but you're not going to get paid for 45 days. Mm. So you got to like, Oh, you know, why am I, you know, you guys still could travel all these, you know, you know, however many miles you got to travel and show the houses do all the pay for it. We're like, you know, when am I ever going to get paid? I need a paycheck. I need a paycheck. I need a paycheck. You got to wait about 45 days before that happens. So that's, that's really the biggest thing for me was just patience and, um, leadership. So.
1: And you alluded to
0: earlier, uh, that you have some, some big aspirations with, with Coastland. Uh, I uh, kind of wanted to get into your future goals that you have. I know you got into some of it for 2020, but, uh, whether it's within the next 12 months, 24, kind of your, your bigger, grander plan. What's, uh, what are some of your, uh, milestones, I guess, if you will. With
2: yeah. So, um, one of the biggest things that I want to do is help other people out with that, you know, kind of start that process next year to figure out, you know, the logistics of it. But, you know, for an unfortunate kid or something, you know, he's never going to be able to go out on the lake or something, be able to take him out and have, get him to experience something. We get experience almost on a weekly basis that is kind of we're numb to it because we do it so much that it's like, oh, it's really not as special. But pass those blessings and those opportunities on somebody or, you know, take some kid out surf fishing who never been able to go – never been able to do that because they can't get out there. You know, I'd like to start giving back in that way. I think that'd be really, really sick. Um, and honestly, you got to give back. I mean, you can't you can't expect to have everything and not give it back. Um, to me, that's selfish. I mean, that's, we're we're working on some things for Christmas right now, like Toys for Tots and helping other you know people have some presents. Um, that is the biggest kind of one of the biggest things that we're wanting to do and spread out span out in that. Um, the other thing, you know, obviously, ambassadors We want to get a lot more and expand our um, or diversify our products, you know, get a bigger women's line, you know, something besides just hoodies. Uh, we're wanting to get into cut and sew. But outside of products, outside of marketing, just in YouTube, really, it's just honestly figuring out a way to get back to past those blessings that we've had along.
0: That's cool, man. That's really sweet. Kind of like your own, like, Coastlands Make-A-Wish program. Yeah. On this. It sounds sounds similar to that, which is really cool, like helping those that, to your point, don't get to do what you do all the time. Yeah. Um, so that's that's really sweet that you have that because we always like hearing stories about people, hey, like, we made it. Now it's time to pay it forward.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Nice. And then, you know, kind of bouncing off of that, when we're able to do that, where we get back, I feel like, you know, I do believe in, you know, karma, you know, comes around, goes around. If you know, just be good to people, be respectful. That's all you gotta do. It's really not that hard. Um, and then down the road, you know, afterward, figure out exactly how to handle that and keep that going. I'd like to diversify with coastland. You know, make it like a brewery type of thing. Continue yeah. to push the kind of stuff that we're into, um, like some blonde ales, some beachy style beers. Um, push into that, and then also be able to create more jobs other people in that aspect and then take the brewery and then create, you know, nonprofit foundations with all of that kind of wrap it all into one because there's so much that you can do with one brand. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that. People think that I have a brand. This is all I can do with it. No, you can diversify as far as you're, you know, as far as you want, really. I mean, you just think about it and just do it. You just have to do it smart. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's right now what we're trying to figure out. But we know, the number one step before we get to all that good stuff, number one step is figuring out how way, ways that we can get back to other people. You know, it doesn't have to be just kids, you know, adults, families, full families who can't, you know, I've never been able to go do this, this or this with my family. I never take them to the beach. Well, let's take you to the beach. and Let's take you fishing. Let's take you on the boat for a day. Stuff like that. Like that is to me, that would be so awesome to give back to those. Just even if it's just for a little bit, because you never know when they'll be experienced it but they may not ever have been able to experience if you weren't there to help. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that would be sick. Like that is a big passion thing. For me. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, if you ever need a market research testers for your brewery, ah, you can always <laughs> test. <it. laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> we'll test it on the water, out of the water, we'll <laughs> test it hiking, whatever it is. We'll oh, okay. uh, That's awesome. Um,
2: and a brewery. That'd be cool. Coastline yeah. brewery. I like the yeah, That's that's the retirement. That's the retirement where you know what? I built the brand up, you know, we're we're going somewhere, you know, either you know, sell it or keep it, let my family keep running it, stuff like that. And then I want to be that old fat guy sitting behind the bar pouring a beer. And <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be me. <laughs> that's good.
0: That's awesome. Just the most lax, like hangout, no, gotcha you. Yep. Yep. Uh, so what's your favorite outdoor activity? Or is that a little uh, – you can kind of do a little bit of everything. God.
2: Yeah, so I grew up on a – kind of grew up on a farm. Uh, we had a rescue farm. and That's where I raced dirt bikes and everything. But if I had to choose it, most likely be racing dirt bikes, riding, just getting out there with some friends. I, I absolutely love that. Um, I love being out in the lake. Uh, we don't do as much fishing as, as much anymore. And but if I had to nail it down to just one thing, it would be riding dirt
1: bikes. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah,
2: motorcycles is just a big passion of mine. Got it. you still ride quite a bit now or nope sold all my toys <laughs> yeah it's all the toys to get this get this dream up and running yeah there
0: you go well hopefully one day you'll get, get a nice new bike
2: yeah hopefully uh wife is kind of pushing the brakes on that for right now until we because we just bought a house <laughs> fair enough
0: priority, priority. Uh, so, uh, one of our biggest premises, like with our show and, and goal is to just help people get kind of unstuck with whatever it is, whether it's, you know, we'll talk personal, relational, career wise. Uh, so any advice to people listening or was It's like, man, I'm just like, I'm stuck doing this. I have a vision to start my own X, Y, Z company. Uh, any advice to those people that just don't know mentally where to start, physically where to start and just like how to make the the correct mental shift to get over the hump and just Get it going.
2: Yeah. The biggest thing is to don't stop. Just don't stop. That's, that's my, for right now, that's my biggest thing that I could advise. It doesn't matter, you know, what you're doing, you know, whether you're becoming a cop, becoming a nurse, starting your own brewery, starting, you know, your podcast, whatever it is, don't stop, you know, start because everybody sucks in the beginning. I mean that is the biggest thing. I mean, and I'm quoting that from Andy Frisella. No matter what you're gonna do, you are going to suck at it in the beginning because you don't know what the hell you're doing. But don't stop. And that's what is when you hit that rut, just keep pushing forward because you don't you really don't know when that ceiling is gonna fall and you're gonna be flooded with everything that you've worked your ass off for. So just don't stop. Keep pushing forward and embrace the suck because eventually it will all pay off that's and you know i'm still doing that to this day it doesn't matter whether it's financial you know the brand slows down a little bit or it picks back up you know don't stop doesn't matter if you're if all of a sudden you get you know fifty thousand orders in a day or you guys get a million followers or a million listeners and on a podcast don't stop go to the next one congratulate yourself and move on like it never happened that's yeah that's people I've learned people quit the first time they win and yeah. you can't yeah. do that. Cause you'll never, you'll never win in the long run. Mm-hmm.
1: That's
2: awesome. I like that a
0: lot. Yep. Tim, you got, uh, before we have our closing question, anything else for, for Jason here?
1: I'm good on my end. Yeah.
0: So Jason, we always kind of wrap up with uh, our last question uh, unless you got anything else that you want to hit on that y- you haven't touched on before. Um, so kind of floor is yours before we ask kind of our final, final cue here.
2: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, so we want to know when, when it's all said and done, uh, when, when you pass on, when you leave Earth, what do you want people, you know, your kids to, to remember you? How do you want them to remember you? What do you want them to say? Like, you know, Jason was, was this for me?
2: Dedicated. That's what I want. Um, one of the things that's been really hard for, you know, I guess for me is trying to dedicate myself to not only Building a brand, but not being that guy who has swallowed his entire life into building a brand and missed his kids growing up, mm. missed spending time with his wife, his family, his friends. Being dedicated, it's you can easily work, you know, seventy hours a week. You can still find time to hug your kids, spend time with them. Doesn't matter if it's ten minutes, because that means the world to them. That's what I want. I want to be known as dedicated to not only growing my businesses, but to my family, my friends, my children. That's what's up. It's great.
1: I love that. That's it. what's up. Dedicated. That's a good work. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jason, that's really all we have. I know it's, it's Sunday. we uh, got family to get to, but we really appreciate your time, man. This was, this was fun to just get to chop it up with you for a little bit, and we're happy yeah, we this to uh, is... learn, learn you a little bit
2: yeah this was sick uh this is my first time being interviewed so i'm pretty stoked i appreciate you guys reaching out that was uh, this is good stuff
0: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah i was telling him uh he's like so like you've been talking to him? i was like dude I, honestly i just because i told you more water bread did a lot of boating still do growing up yeah. and so uh that i was kind of drawn to the to the coastland stuff i'm like oh, there he goes where that i was like on one of the coasts, they're by some water. Uh, but uh, so that's what it's kind of John followed for a while. It's like I think I think this is some steady shit. Like let's let's talk to these people. So yeah, man, thank you so much again. Uh, glad you had fun. Glad we could be your first interview. That's always exciting. We had another yeah. one last week that she's like, this is our first podcast. I checked it off. I'm like. Glad we could be your box of checks. So. Uh, yeah, we look forward That's to following awesome, along your journey, man. Yeah, we look forward to seeing, seeing your future successes and things you do with, with kids and, and families and stuff with the community. So,
2: right. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, absolutely, man.
0: All right, enjoy your Sunday. Uh, enjoy that little one.
2: All right, you two guys. See ya.
0: Take right, care.
2: later.